everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today. We are here to do our Feedback Friday show where we talk about the uh, sh- the podcast of this week and we talk about what's coming up next week and we answer your questions, feedback. And this week, we are also going to be talking about the Christmas preview special that they had on Hallmark Channel and, uh, and we're going to give our thoughts on the different films profiled and so it'll be really fun. And we'll talk about some other news and other stuff going on. And so I'm Rachel and Amy's here. Hello, everybody. Yes, and George is here. Hello, hi. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for coming. And I will not have all the fancy sound effects that Amber has because I'll just, I'll just make sound effects with my voice for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my apologies. I'll go, After you say things, I'll go, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm not as fancy as Amber is <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> I'm still learning. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, we uh, we had a really fun week this week on the podcast. It was kind of a little bit eclectic, I would say, a little bit uh, sort of out of the box thinking. And I was really excited because everything that we did was, I felt very embraced and people seemed to like it. And that makes me excited it makes me feel like we don't necessarily have to do the obvious thing every every week and mm-hmm. so that's cool we had on monday uh, my interview with joanna wilson who is the uh, who is her job is as a christmas tv historian and she has written the encyclopedia on christmas tv movies and, and specials and uh, she's coming out with a new edition uh, or a second volume uh, soon, and she's just an incredible source of knowledge. Uh, and I, I thought the interview was really fun, uh, and uh, so hopefully people people enjoyed it. Seemed to get a lot of positive feedback. Uh, we talked a lot about different Christmas episodes and what makes something last, uh, and talked about the Hallmark uh, movement and all that stuff. So that was really fun, and. And then on Tuesday, we had our uh, top five episode for the month. My friend Jennifer Chandler and Emma from The Hallmark, and we talked about our top five favorite non-Hallmark Christmas movies. And you guys can imagine, this was a Herculean task (laughs) (laughs) to narrow down (laughs) the top five. It was very difficult. I, it was it, it was quite the task, but we had a ton of fun. I actually ended up cutting out like 20 minutes with just <gasps> just making ourselves crack. <laughs> really, like, really not all of these tangents are, <laughs> are, are needed for the podcast, but we, we were just, I don't know, we had a lot of fun <laughs> recording it. <laughs> so hopefully. Uh, How did you guys choose only five is my question. <laughs> It was extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah, it was extremely difficult. It honestly seems like you have to have, like every year you got to have maybe a top five that is like your solid group, you know? It seems like it yeah. shouldn't be that, I don't know, when I think about it, I kind of end up doing like, yeah, it would be top five. Everything else would fall underneath that that. Level, yeah so. i mean mm-hmm. it's just one of those things like ask me on on a day and then i'll have a different list yeah. uh, but uh yeah i mean i don't know i just love it's so hard because i i feel like my top 10 would be a lot easier than my top five non-hallmark christmas movies mm-hmm. but uh yeah. but 
I because I didn't have uh, I didn't put Charlie Brown Christmas just because oh. I I was like it's not really a movie it's a TV Mercy. special yeah uh, but were you guys doing like um, theater movies only or also TV movies it's just non Hallmark TV movies oh, okay yeah we just started laughing because Emma had a holiday in uh, handcuffs <laughs> on her <laughs> list, which is like. A horror movie in reality <laughs> if you really think about the plot <laughs> and we were, we were just you know she abducts this man and takes him against his will <laughs> horrible <laughs> she's trying to talk about for a second amy yes how are you feeling as the lifetime okay. movie correspondent of the podcast so i'm like supposed to be not just lifetime but off network okay and i'm th- i'm like looking at this and i'm like all right we got lifetime i don't even know what's coming up for up yet because they haven't announced it then yeah. we have like ion and like the tv one and then like god only knows what netflix is going to put out i'm i'm assuming amazon prime and hulu might try to catch up this year who knows yeah and um so like my head hurts disney already plus is gonna have at least oh, disney oh god okay i'm like at least I gotta say, last semester, last Christmas, when I did all of those movies, um, I was taking seven classes. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. This fall semester, I'm only taking five classes, and I'm also graduating, so I'm, like, finishing up. So I'll have less things to do for school. So hopefully that'll make more time for the Christmas movies because, like, Lifetime doubled their schedule and stuff. So. Yeah. So last year, they had 18 like, yeah. Christmas movies from Lifetime. This year, 28. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. <laughs> so it's going to be stressful, but like a little less stressful than last year, but more stressful because there's more movies. So yeah. who knows? I might sleep through quite a few of them. <laughs> I'll watch them through osmosis or something, you know, like sleep. Mean, will that be our new scale? The Amy uh, sleep scale? <laughs> yeah. If I stay awake, it was good. If not, it was bad. <laughs> Georgia, how do you feel about the fact that uh, there are 28 new movies coming from Lifetime? Are you excited? God, no. Honestly, <laughs> because I I stick to Hallmark as best I can. Okay. But Lifetime's up in the game, and so, you know, I watched some of them last year. Uh-huh. I was excited for several of them, and we watched them. And uh, Snowden Christmas was Lifetime, right? With Andrew one? Walker and... Um, Andrew Walker and Bethany Joy Lenz and the oh yeah the Snowden Christmas Christmas. yeah that was for the year before last year that was 2017 that's what hooked me it was all like gosh darn it you guys have such good ones now okay yeah you watch them but then you that amounts to what 68 so we're talking roughly 70 new Christmas movies alone yeah and that's just Lifetime and Hallmark yeah it's just it's too much you got to make it good. Yeah, yeah, I think in my in my uh, top ten non Hallmark Christmas movies last year, I think I had like six of my ten that were Lifetime. They yeah, had a yeah. good slate. I mean, that's the one thing that does kind of make me excited is that yeah. last year they had there was only I think one or two duds. Almost all of them were You're pretty good. good. I mean, if I was going to make a list of my top ten, which I was thinking we probably ought to do, my top ten 2018 Christmas period it oh would, gosh <laughs> i mean for sure christmas perfection and christmas pen pals would be number one and number two they were the best they, in my opinion they were the best thing to come out of any studio christmas 2018 those okay, are the like, best movies 
I remember those because you talk about them, but honestly, out of all the ones I watched last year, uh-huh. the only ones I can think of are Christmas Catch, which I remember it because I think it was ridiculous, but I loved it. Yeah. And then that was from Up, and then uh, the the one on Netflix, the Chronicles one with uh, the guy who I didn't know who he was. Yeah. yeah. I do know who he is now, but... <laughs> Those are the ones I can remember now, and yeah. I'm like, oh, there was the other one. There was the one with Lucy from Seventh Heaven, and then there was the the one yeah. with Andrew Walker in a bakery, and then yeah. <laughs> there was the one on Lifetime with the ones from Different World with with Dwayne and Whitley. Yes. So that was great. Yeah. And, you know, you, but yeah, Netflix. Honestly, I love everything that they do, Christmas wise. I'm just like, I eat it up. I watch it every day. I love it. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, do you think? Because I'm excited. Obviously, the more Christmas, the better. But, like, Rachel, do you have the same opinion on that, like, on the Lifetime ones? where Quality versus quantity? Yeah, where you go, okay, it's going to be hit or miss either way, so the more you have, the more you have to choose from? Or do you think it's going to... I think there's a little bit, but I kind of feel like... We may be approaching critical mass as far as (laughs) Christmas movies, but that might make Hallmark have to make better movies. Yeah. What I'm thinking now is I think there's so many and I think Hallmark has proven themselves that even next year, maybe they can cut back. Yeah. Like they can make less, but because they've already proven themselves as the Christmas leader or whatever, I feel like they can cut back. They don't need to keep making more and more and more every year. Like they've proven themselves. They can take a break. (laughs) Last thing that we had this week is uh, we had on Wednesday our regular podcast episode uh, was our next series in what I'm calling On Friendship. It's our second episode with Elisa from Best Forever's Pod uh, where we talked about uh, we tried to pick a movie that we think will be on themes of friendship and we talked about it and I'm really excited about the series and I think it's been really fun so far. And This month it was on the Hallmark Hall of Fame movie Back When We Were Grown Ups which is a very kind of odd movie but it had a lot for us to talk about we really enjoyed that and so i appreciate the people that did listen i got a hopefully something a little outside outside our typical uh you know romantic comedy box and uh so that was fun and and if you next month we're gonna do country wedding which is one of i think the hallmark favorites (laughs) because it's about them you know longtime friends i thought it would be perfect for the for that series so anyway that was this week on the podcast and we did get a little bit of feedback from patron lauren she says she says hi ladies just wanted to let you know i'm really enjoying the friendship episodes yay (laughs) Uh, they're a lot of fun and i enjoy looking at hallmark movies through a slightly different lens i hope you continue with the series my main thought on the christmas preview is that the movie titles so far seem very generic there has to be something in the christian chenoweth's a scott wolf movie they could draw from that from that's better than a christmas romance we're going to talk about this coming up because uh, yes i agree uh and and for the home call fame movie no less we've already had winter love story and a summer romance <laughs> so it is uh coming up i sure hope they find a thesaurus before november keep up the great work do we all agree that the title game is getting just epically lazy for Hallmark. Yeah, I was looking at these titles of these ones, and I'm like, I feel like I've seen a movie called that before. Yeah. (laughs) 
So like, and then they're getting creative with some of them, like Christmas scavenger hunt. I'm like, who came up with that one? Well, I mean, that's very similar to Christmas Lost and Found that we had last year on Lifetime, but, but I mean, a winter love story. I mean, come on. But there's been 20 movies named a winter love story. I mean, that's so generic. I mean, come on. Technically, it's a Christmas love story. If you want to be super technical about it, is (laughs) the Christian Chen was one. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's just that's even blander than a Christmas romance. I. It's just like. Come on. It's a description of the movie. It's not. Yeah. It's like the kind of title that you give your script that you're working on. That's like a rough draft and you don't know what to call it. So you're just like, oh, I'll just title it a Christmas love story. It's like how the high school musical is called high school musical because that was the working title. (laughs) Right. And they go, we couldn't figure out anything else to call it, but it works for that because it is high school musical. Yeah. And they're literally putting it on a musical as part of the plot. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's just, I'm trying to you know it's fine yeah. yeah i'm trying to think of something clever they could do with like christmas and like because uh, they meet on a ride share like uber christmas or something <laughs> well they were originally gonna call they were originally gonna call it a christmas song which is better than a christmas yeah. story <laughs> like what yeah also there's one called mary and bright and i think there's also one coming out called mary on and bright on a different channel I mean, we're going, I was going to talk about that later, but I can't believe that that title is still available for Hallmark. How? Yeah. All the movies they made, how has Mary and Bright not been taken? Oh, yeah. That's amazing to me. But, uh, but yeah. Winter love story all the time. They, they, mm-hmm. The working titles, you'll see them, and I'll get excited about them because it sounds cool and it has a different kind of title. And then when it premieres, it's, yeah, summer romance or, you know, yeah. something. And you go, but we can handle more unique titles we want them it's fine uh-huh. why like they- try to make me figure it out make titles puns that would yeah. be fun yeah. like <laughs> make them punny and then i'll enjoy them 10 times more exactly yes, we agree lauren thank you so much for the email um so we have a voicemail from you'll see Hi, ladies. Um, I was just calling to see if you guys have any thoughts about the upcoming Babysitter's Club series that's going to be on Netflix um, coming up pretty soon. Um, Follow-up question, who do you think in your podcasting group is most like the character Christy, and why is that person Amber? Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Could you hear okay. that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that was uh, <clears throat> Amber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I am super excited for uh, the Babysitter's Club series. And I am hoping, uh, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but if it's after the Christmas crazy, I am hoping as the off-network correspondent that uh, along with Amber, we can cover it and maybe do a little review of the 90s movie as well. That would be really cool if we could do that. So, yeah. Yeah. I I, I do agree that, uh, that Amber is kind of the obvious... Christy, but I do feel like there's little parts of Claudia in her, too. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> Which one was the one that was fashionable? I want to be that one. <laughs> I think that was Claudia was the fashionable one. <laughs> just, because, I, just because Amber doesn't, 
really care what other people think about her you know she's just her own she's herself yeah Yeah. which i love and uh i i uh i don't know i guess i'm the most like mallory maybe was the one Mm -hmm. and then there was the one with the blonde hair uh i can't remember her name so mallory pike is the oldest of eight children yep that's you, Amber. <laughs> or Rachel. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever read those books, uh, Georgia? Uh, no, but I am currently watching the movie. And uh, that was a, a very um, interesting phone call, voice message that non Amber left there. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's certainly no reason that she's, you know, implying that she is the Christie, because it's not like we've had a conversation about this or anything. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. interesting that non-Amber would have that kind of information. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really out there crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, Marianne is a secretary of the club due to her ex- exceptional organizational skills and neat handwriting. I think that's Casey. We got to say yes. that's Casey for yes. sure. Yes, she's yeah. also her our Casey's kind of like our detective, and I think that's a very Marianne thing. But Amber told me that Casey was the Claudia. No. I no, she's so she keeps us all organized. So that makes me think of um who's the mom of the group? Because that's Lisa. Is she maybe Lisa is Stacy? Yeah. Uh, that Stacy's in charge of the uh she's the treasurer of the group. And uh she let's see here. I haven't read these since I was in middle school, so it's going a, going away back. <laughs> oh, sorry, Amy. Then that means that, that Lisa gets to be the snazzy dresser. Aw, oh, darn. I think I'll be Dawn then, even though my parents are not divorced and I don't relate with her in any way, shape, or form, except she's from California. So I'm going to go and with Dawn. Oh, hello, where and am I Dawn. from? There we go. Who do I get? Um, yeah, I was um, thinking that Georgia would be Dawn. Oh, okay. And... It, but really, the only reason I thought that was because of blonde hair. But would you would you be Claudia, Amy? What does Claudia do? Uh, I forgot. Claudia is the fashionable one. She's a sweet one. <laughs> she uh, likes fancy drill mysteries. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Amy is Claudia. Amber is Christy. I'm Mallory. Casey is Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> I should be writing Lisa is Stacy, Georgia is Dawn, and there we go. I think we got Who is oh, Caroline. Caroline. Caroline would have to be. I think there's only one left. Oh, she would have to be Jesse, but not African American. Well, couldn't <laughs> couldn't she be Shannon? Shannon is the overachiever who's involved in many extracurricular activities wow. and goes to private school, and. Um, she took Dawn's place as an officer when Dawn went away. Okay. We Caroline. She likes puppies. There you go. Carolyn oh, likes there puppies. We go. Okay, good. Shannon likes puppies. There we go. <laughs> good. We got a cast. We got us cast. This I would just great. like for non-amber voicemail message leaver to know that I did not come up with the rankings here. I was told by others who are experts on Babysitter's Club which character I am. So if non-Amber would like to take that up with the person who actually came up with it, then non-Amber is welcome to. Okay, good. Yes. Okay, non-Amber. Okay. Leave your feedback. Who was Casey? Casey is uh, Marianne. Oh, Marianne. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm forgetting people. Caroline, Amber, Lisa, Georgia. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> what are you, who are you? <laughs> Me? I'm Mallory. <laughs> this is a mess. And Mallory has curly hair. It's red. <laughs> that but I can so. color my hair if need be. <laughs> but anyway, that was a tangent. But thank you for the message, not Amber. Well, again, I don't have the fancy sound effects, but our amazing, great Scott... <laughs> Great, Scott. Uh, Scott, patron Scott, he sent in a question. He says, the Hallmark genie is back and he's been reformed. No more multiple choice wishes. This is one, this one is a one open, this one is an open response. If you could wish yourself into any existing Hallmark movie, one, which movie would you be in? And two, what would be your role? And three, why did you choose this movie and role? And he says, hint, you could either replace an actor or become an added character to the movie. For example, Caroline can replace Aaron Krakow as Miranda in Finding <laughs> Father Christmas, or she could be Miranda's BFF that travels to Carlton Heath, too. You can also change the plot of the movie. There you go. That's that is the question. We should have the Jeopardy music going on right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have like three. <laughs> you do? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's hear your best one. Okay, so I love the movie The Sweetest Heart. Um, and you know, I would like to be Andrea Brooks' character strictly because uh, her love interest is played by Jordan Burchett, and um, that's pretty much it. I would like to be Andrea Brooks' character in The Sweetest Heart, and that is all. <laughs> but you'd have to eat all those disgusting cupcakes. I will do that. That I will. I will suffer through that. Rosemary and pine nut. No, I'll do it. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, Chris McNally also in that oh, movie. Yeah, uh, I like that. Gosh, one. I hope Jordan Burchett never listens to any of <laughs> I talk about him way too much. Um, hmm, what would I pick? Do you have one, Georgia? There. This is like the hardest question ever. I know it really is. I want to just say a Bobby Campo movie. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I feel like I have to go with Snow Bride. But like, oh, I thought you were going to say Bobby Campo movie after that. Uh, that is a Bobby Campo movie. No, it's not. Bobby oh, Campo. He, oh, does he play one of the brothers? He's, he's not the, the lead. Brother. No, he's you're... not the lead. He's way better. Oh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, Sorry. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'll throw it out there and say I'd be Claire Palmer to Claire then, because I would be legit. You'd be you. Claire Palmer Sinclair, oh. evil, evil Claire, because she gets to be in everything. Or my Christmas love, just because that's also Bobby Campo. Yeah, we'll go with that. good. That's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. I love that movie. Hmm. I just be there. Uh, maybe I don't know. I guess I would go Christmas in Evergreen. I would love to go to Evergreen. That just looks like the most magical town to ever exist. And if I was in the second one. Then I could uh, hang out with Andrew Francis and Jill Wagner mm -hmm. and, and <laughs> Ollie Robinson Pete and Barbara Niven. And I mean, it, obviously the characters, but that would just be about as fun as you could imagine, I think, being an evergreen. Yeah. I wouldn't you agree? Like yeah. It. So if it was a Hallmark TV series, I would want to play Jesse's little sister on When Falls the Heart. 
if we were doing TV series instead of a Hallmark uh, movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what, I, I don't think he has a sister, but if he did, okay. that's who I'd want to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, the series, that's a harder question because, I mean, I guess I would maybe want to be one of the, uh, even though the O'Briens, even though they pretend to have such horrible lives i i think it looks pretty nice living <laughs> living on the shore with your, your big houses and and your uh your rich relatives are constantly giving you businesses and mm-hmm. <laughs> and loans and i i think it would be it would be a pretty nice nice gig but then but, you uh, have to listen to You'd have to listen to Trace singing the same song over and over and over. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with Trace. I just think what the story does with them is is awful. But, uh, yeah. What's that? We won't even start with that one because there's so much to say. It would also be nice to be on Good Witch. That would be fun too. I don't know who I'd play. The but absolute like, best, yes. That would be fun. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun to be on Good Witch, but, like, I would want to be friends with Mayor Martha, but I feel like <laughs> she would make me work super hard, and so then it would be exhausting. <laughs> oh, I could be Martha's niece that is coming to live with her and her husband for some random reason, yeah. and um, she tries to train me to be like her, okay. and I have, like, a complete come apart, and I'm like, Please help me. There we go. You could be the new love interest for uh, Reese. That's casting genius. So there you go. That was a great question. And if you guys are listening, give your answers either on Twitter or in the comment section, your answers. Cause this was, that was a really fun question. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind spending, it's not Hallmark, but I wouldn't mind spending a couple weeks in, in the Irish Christmas village. <laughs> <laughs> but i think i would i would eventually want to get out yeah but anyway so all right there we go that is the feedback portion of this episode and so let's talk about these Chris, this christmas preview we already discussed it just a little bit but so we got a uh, we got this preview special and i actually thought it was a pretty good christmas special for the summer uh the the in general i i thought they showed more movies than i was expecting them to show yeah. and i thought that uh that the mm-hmm. clips for most of them were pretty good gave me a good, pretty good idea of kind of what yeah what's going on and and i would take everything with this with a huge grain of salt because <laughs> as we've learned this week uh in in the last actually couple of weeks i mean hallmark scheduling is just ridiculous and so everything could completely change uh next week could be completely different <laughs> certainly by christmas but uh so take all of this with a huge grain of salt but anyway i thought it was a pretty good special would you agree um yes i'm I'm just looking at these and going, hmm, this one comes out on October 26th. No, it's going to come out in December on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. <laughs> yeah. That's my attitude right. towards this list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I feel like the earlier ones, definitely the ones they do before, uh, what's it, Halloween, they usually mm-hmm. stick pretty well to those because it's like, here's the whole yeah. thing off. And God, they have it filmed like a year in advance and all that. So, But as far like as those, details about like plot and actors and direct, uh-huh. like, it could be completely different. I remember uh, the um, 
Oh gosh. Uh, Rocky Mountain Christmas. That one, the summary that we had when we did the preview in November was completely different than what it ended up being. Also in uh, the um, Christmas Next Door, the one with Jesse Metcalf and Fiona uh, Goobelman, that one was completely different. It was in the in the description that they had given to like Entertainment Weekly and you know all of that. Uh, it, was, it was it was about a single dad who's <laughs> was a like it was weird and yeah. and so and then the movie comes out it's completely different. So like I said, huge grain of salt time, but we're going to talk about what we do know, mm-hmm. what we saw. So first we and and. They had. I thought Lacey Schwer did fine as the host, because it's kind of a thankless role uh, hosting these previous shows. But I thought that the lighting was terrible on her, and I don't understand. Mm-hmm. What she, she looked like she had a rash. Yeah, it, what it? Or yeah, or something. It yeah. looked like she was sunburned, and they tried to cover it up with concealer. Yeah, is what it looked like to me. Yeah, it looked like she had a horrible case of hives or something. And I was like, is my contrast wrong? I'm like, yeah. TV? What is happening here? It was it was really bad. It was not good lighting for her. And, the, like, some of the sets were kind of weird and dark. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, what was this filmed in 1995? I, it was weird. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the first one they showed us was Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses. And I actually don't think this name will change because it is based on a book by yeah. Jenny Hale. And they didn't change the name to her first adaptation, Coming Home for mm-hmm. Christmas Day, uh, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. And uh, so that makes me kind of more interested, actually. Uh, of course, it has uh, it has Jill Wagner, Matthew Davis, and the little summary uh, that I found is uh, single mom Abby takes a leap of faith to pursue her passion for interior design. When she gets hired to decorate the estate of local businessman Nick, Abby must complete the job by Christmas Eve. With the holidays fast approaching, Abby must figure out how to break down the wall between her and Nick, as this could be the opportunity that jumpstarts her career. And this is directed by a guy named DJ Viola. And this is his first Hallmark movie. In fact, yeah. all according to IMDb, at least, all that was on his record is like horror movies and Ew. like Eminem stuff, like the, the rapper. <laughs> so that was kind of funny to me. Oh, there you okay. go. Okay, that's a well, journey. This is, this is uh, new for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, what did you guys feel about the clips that they showed for this one? What do you think, Georgia? I'm excited because I love Joe Wagner. And I love, well, okay. I don't love Matthew Davis, but I love Lily Blonde. Uh-huh. So I'm stoked because I'm, I'm really excited to see him in a Hallmark movie. I know he's done TV and stuff and he did that Keep Bothers movie and stuff. So I like him in other things. I think they look really cute together. Yeah. I think it looks a little bit, uh, I don't, I guess a little bit different. Uh-huh. It looks like sassy, but it, it looks, I don't know, like there's, there's plot to it too which i like um and they just seem like they're gonna work really well together which is no surprise really um but i'm definitely excited for it it's one that i've i've been looking forward to since i heard they were making it so i was glad to see that it looked good in the preview what do you think amy i'm excited for this one because i love jill wagner there was just a few things like in the preview that i was like the decorating thing i'm kind of done with the decorating thing 
I feel like last year, all we did was decorate festivals <laughs> and parties and just decorate them. Like, oh, now she's a decorator. Right. <laughs> I, of course, I love Jill Wagner. She's my cousin. Yeah. We all know that. But, <laughs> but I was actually, I didn't love the clips they showed. It seemed like a lot of planning. Yeah. It kind of made me feel like, the pride prejudice and mistletoe which mm-hmm. i was not a fan of that movie it was just uh, like i don't want to spend two hours watching other people plan a party that i can't go to like that's yeah. not uh that's not interesting it's just i don't know maybe the greatest script in all of the world it could be but i don't know i think that's a tough thing to pull off mm-hmm. but all of those factors that you said georgia do make me excited plus i yeah. do like jenny hale a lot so yeah. i i'm optimistic for it but i the clips were not great yeah. i thought they were pretty yeah. bland there yeah. was a there was a clip where they were talking about the dress she was wearing at the party yeah. and then it shows the dress and i'm like she's wearing a black dress to a christmas party she says in the clip, she goes, look at the back, pay attention to the back of the dress. And they're so smart. They did not show the back of the dress. So yeah. I don't know what it looks like. Maybe oh. it's so colorful in the back. I don't know. But, but like, I was oh. like, it's black. Oh, because it's messy. Yeah, I saw the front of it, though. I'm like, this looks like a funeral dress. Yeah, that's true. So I it's, hope it'll be good. But yeah, this wasn't my favorite of this, uh, this, these previews. But anyway, moving on. So that we had Mary and Bright. This stars Andrew Walker, Jody Sweeten, and the little summary. I think this was on Entertainment Weekly, anyway, that I found. It's uh, when Kate, CEO of the Mary and Bright Candy Cane Company, meets Gabe during the busy Christmas season. She assumes Gabe is the suitor her well-meaning mother is trying to set her up with, when in reality, he works for Empire Corporate Recovery, which has been hired to take a closer look at Mary and Bright operations and find ways to make the company more profitable. As Kate and Gabe begin to work together, they find ways to elevate the business and find that they have more in common than savvy business sense. I mean, we of course have seen this a million times from Hallmark, this plot. But uh, it's Gary Yates directing, who's a, you know, he's done tons. Uh, And I thought the clips seemed really charming i thought that they would that seemed like they'll have like a pretty good uh chemistry the two of them they both seem like pretty comedic actors and uh so i feel pretty hopeful about this that it will be that it will rise above because it's basically the same as something like the uh dan lissing brooke Uh, DRC mm-hmm. one last year was you know just a small company comes in to you know whatever and I mean we've seen it we just saw it at the Easter movie it was the same thing basically and so the plot doesn't excite me but I they do I think that it could be fun mm-hmm. do you agree I'm I'm really waiting for the save the candy canes <laughs> thing to happen it's cute I'm excited for it I think they have great chemistry I loved the scene they showed of the two of them but i really don't want to save the candy canes <laughs> yeah i hear you do you agree georgia <laughs> i uh, surprisingly i do because my my beef is always that if i see andrew walker in a movie with someone who is not brooke dorsey i get mad because i just want him to be in a movie with brooke dorsey <laughs> but that's we're nikki deloach again but you know that's me being yeah. self so i really really didn't expect to believe them but mm-hmm. it was really funny and he was really yeah. funny yeah and it was just the like you guys said the chemistry was good and 
I don't know. I actually am looking forward to it. So next we have Picture a Perfect Christmas. This is, is interesting. Oh, yeah. uh, this is, it centers on a, a Los Angeles extreme sports photographer who returns home for the holidays to take care of her grandmother only to have a neighbor who grabs her, her attention as he needs assistance watching his young nephew. And it is so hilarious to me how Hallmark thinks that anyone can make it as a photographer. Like, there are more photographers than Hallmark, right? It's like bakers, and then second is, like, photographers. <laughs> Such a weird thing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so this stars Mary Patterson and John Cor. Uh-huh. And I have to admit, I am, I am a sucker for, like, the – uh, the new nanny kind of hire type thing and then it works his way into sort of the 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 bitter grizzled kind of uh like i love i love the nanny express i love uh october kiss is so good and it's basically that kind of plot and uh and so just that i think sounds really charming to me uh and then i thought the clips were great on this mm-hmm. I, I think mayor patterson looked so confident and just the most like sort of movie star that I felt from her. She seemed, I was really impressed. And I, I just, I thought they had seemed to have good chemistry. And I was just like, this is going to be really fun. I, I really liked it. Would you agree, Amy? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for this one. And I love the title picture a perfect Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think that's perfect. And I love the grandma like grandma like playing up her injury right i just think it's gonna be really really good um and also i can relate because you know that's what i i babysit a lot or i tutor children so like i'll walk in and the parents will like grill me Uh or like asking ask me questions that i'm like when would i need to do that (laughs) like that has nothing to do with what um what i'm coming to do but yeah, no, it was really, I, I'm excited for this one. A lot. This is based on a book by Terry Reed, but it's adapted by the screenplays by Tracy Ann Drain, who did <sighs> It's Christmas Eve last year. I mean, she's just Aunt the best. Snowbride. Yes. And what? And Snowbride, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's done so many good ones. Their list is endless. So that that's, explains everything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's really exciting. And yeah, as Paula Shaw is the grandma and Toby Levins okay. is in it, who's always good. So this is looking high marks. Mm-hmm. High marks for me. Like, so. Stuff together. There's the, you know, the attitude and she, I like yeah. that she didn't just let him know right away what she was <laughs> here for. She let him kind of flail a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks super good. Yeah. And it's the same director as Jingle Around the Clock from last year. Paul Ziller is the name. So I think, yeah, that one was very hot on my list. I really enjoyed it, uh, the clips. So next we have Christmas in Rome. And this is, uh, Lisa Bear will play an independent-minded American tour guide named Angela, who was fired from her job in Rome just before Christmas and crosses paths with an American executive named Oliver, who wants to buy a high-end Italian ceramics company oliver <laughs> hires angela to be his tour guide around the eternal city as the owner of the ceramics company won't sell it to him until he learns the heart and soul of rome but is there another heart and soul that he may win oh that's even better than i thought it was <laughs> oh 
Oh, that's, that's, it's like, wow, this is so relatable. You know, get fired from your job in Rome. No, I. <laughs> There's a lot of red flags in this movie. Oh, Let's wow. be real. Like, why would anybody want to go to Rome and have an American be their tour guide? There's so much that just with, oh, wow. Wow, I'm definitely watching this one. Like, I just, I, yikes. I've been to Rome. My tour guide was Italian. <laughs> I would not want to, I would not want someone named Angela being my tour guide. Like, what? Like, that's weird. This is, this is like, oh, this is, this is such a drawn out description. I'm just like. <laughs> and this just is Sam Page and Lacey Chabert. And I guess most of the movie was really shot in Bulgaria. I think there's going to be a lot inside. Mm-hmm. in this movie and that's kind of what they had to do in Paris Wine and Romance they had to do a lot of inside because that was all done in Bulgaria and then just mm-hmm. the Paris stuff was in Paris and which is it can be fine but um uh but the 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 first clip I was like that has nothing to do with Christmas the whole mm-hmm. thing. I like the three coins in the fountain because I love three coins in the fountain movie. I think that's a great one, but, um, but it was like, so not Christmassy at all. Yeah. Like I, I would think you'd want to have like a Santa there maybe or something Christmassy, but it was very not Christmassy also. So then the second clip that they showed, I was like, this is, this, this is just, this is not Italian at all. And like, if, if you were going to make a gingerbread Coliseum, you have to have a cookie cutter mm-hmm. that's a gingerbread coliseum. And the way that he was talking about it, he was like, look, I just threw this together. And I'm like, that's not the way cookies work. Yeah, you'd have to cut them before you bake them. <laughs> you, have to, you don't just throw it together an already made cookie. You have to have a cookie cutter. <laughs> like, there's no sort of, look, surprise, I just made this cookie. Like, it, and, and why were they in, like, in a hallway? Mm-hmm. The smallest table known to man. If I am making a gingerbread coliseum, I need to be at a regular, proper table. <laughs> oh goodness! Have I lost my mind here? <laughs> no, I I agree. It's just weird. If I feel like there's going to be a disconnect in this movie between the Christmas and the Rome, like I feel like they're not going to mix well. Yeah, and the director is Ernie Barbarash, who directed A Royal Winter and Reading, Writing, and Romance. So he does have some experience with Hallmark. And so, yeah, I was kind of low on this one. I wasn't super excited. Um, what did you think, uh, Georgia? Oh, gosh. I mean, that description just sold me, honestly. The high end ceramics company is killing me. But um, yeah, I the only. Well, I, I love the fountain, right? Three coins and a fountain, great. Yeah, I love Lacey Chabert and I love Sam Page. I like every element of it. I love, and you throw it all together, and like, I'm sorry, but from those previews, it looks like not even one part of it worked. I I don't know how this is gonna work as a movie. I don't know how it's gonna feel like they're in Rome, like it's Christmas, like they like each other. I just I'm missing everything from it. And I'm so excited to watch it. If the company wants him to get a more authentic view of Rome, the last thing you want to do is go around the city with an American. Like I would, if (laughs) if I'm buying a ceramics company in Rome, I'm going to go to. I'm not just going to go to a tourist guide by an expat. I'm going to go to like 
yeah. the hidden gems, you know, and try to find the, 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 you know, the real things only the locals know and stuff like that. I mean, so it's I'm going to go to the Trevi Fountain and be like, oh, look. Yeah. I'm wondering how long, like, she's an American tour guide, but I'm wondering, like, how long has she lived in Rome, though? Like, did she move there in college and she's been living there for 20 years? Because that's different than someone who's like, oh, goes there during season just to give tours and then goes back to America. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Anyway, so next we have Christmas Scavenger Hunt. This stars Kevin McGarry and Kim Shaw. And the little there's this little summary is when Belinda heads back to her hometown for the holidays, things get complicated when she's forced to team up with her ex Dustin at the town's annual scavenger hunt. So, Christmas scavenger hunt. So, I like Kevin McGarry, <laughs> but uh, these clips were not doing it for me. I just, I thought that she, I don't want this to sound mean, because obviously the movie could be super cute, but the clips were not very flattering to her. I felt like they made her look like a crazy person. She had crazy eyes the whole time to me, and I don't know, she looked nuts, and I, I just, I don't know. It wasn't for me. I, I, I mean, I, hopefully I'll love it, uh, but yeah. I did not love these clips. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Amy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she, I literally wrote down her hair on here in my notes because I feel like her hair was really crazy yeah. in all of these. And also... I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I could hardly hear them in parts of those clips. Yeah. Like, the ADR was, like, needs to be done still, it sounds like. That happened in a lot of the clips, though, when I rewatched it. It was, like, echoey, and, yeah, they haven't fixed it yet. Yeah. Mm. But also, the Christopher McNally, like, really scruffy look, I'm liking that. That I like. (laughs) Kevin McGarry, yeah. Yeah, Oh, did I say that wrong? (laughs) Chris McNally. I wish it was Chris. No, I mean... (laughs) I would love Kevin McGarry. He's amazing. Uh, no, but yeah, this one wasn't too exciting. So, okay. Next we have right before Christmas. We didn't, there's not much out there actually on this. It's just a Jessica, a single woman who sends five holiday cards to people in her life that have had an impact on her. And we know that Drew Seeley's character is going, is going to star as Jax, the pop star who receives one of Jessica's cards and is inspired to write a new Christmas song after his career has been idling for a number of years. So this stars Drew Seeley, Tori DeVito and Chad Michael Murray. And, I loved like Chad Michael Murray getting all like philosophic about the <laughs> Mark movies. He was just he was the best and in this preview special and and this movie looks great. I loved it. I I loved their I thought their chemistry looked great. All three of them are going to be super fun and that whole scene where they're pretending to kiss but they're like really kissing. Oh, I mean, if you could write a scene for me, that's it. That's the <laughs> right. I mean, that yeah. was so good. I loved it. So I'm very high on this. I thought it. I, I think it looks great. I don't know who the writer is, but uh, but I'm I'm. I thought they did a great job selling it in the preview. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think, Georgia? I I've like literally never been this excited in my life. I'm so excited. Well, I have, but I'm so excited. The fact that they said it's sort of like Tall the Boys I've Loved Before, which is everything. Mm-hmm. Tori DeVito, I love. Chad Michael Murray, I've 
liked since I was young, very young. Drew Seeley, oh my God, is playing a pop star. Her what pop star brother, was that it? I am just, I am so excited. And it, the fact that I was like, oh gosh, please be good, please be good. And those clips look so good. I'm, this is it. Like, if there's one that tops this this year, it's going to be amazing because this is already my favorite. Like, it's, I'm so excited. I love it already. Everything's perfect. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, you agree, yeah. Amy? Yeah, I'm the the tall boy I love before thing, like the letter thing. I'm a little like, eh, but the rest of it I love. Yeah, I'm like, I love tall the boys I love before. I'm just like, I don't. You want to be copying? I, yeah, I feel it feels weird because it's like different, but the similar. But then again, it's not like this is the only movie that's been about like writing letters to people. So like, it doesn't matter. But still, yeah, it's yeah. just a little. It seemed like a little weird of a premise to me but hopefully it'll be really good because i love the cast mm -hmm. yes. yeah. i think so uh so next we have a christmas love story again we talked about i agree with lauren most generic title to ever exist mm -hmm. so like especially for a hall of fame movie yeah this is a hall of fame it's a whole yeah. movie, and I don't think it was, like i'm a hundred i'm a hundred percent sure it was not made as a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie mm -mm. been they decided to make it the Hallmark Hall of Fame which I was actually really surprised because I was thinking maybe uh, what I'd heard about this Nikki DeLoach Sarah Montana project mm -hmm. it sounded more Hall of Fame-y to me but who knows behind the scenes but uh, yeah the stars Kristen Chenoweth and Scott Wolf directed by Eric Close who's done both of the Graceland movies and he was in uh, Christmas in the Air with uh, Catherine Bell in, in uh, 2017. So anyway, he's a uh -huh. Hallmark guy. And uh, the little summary is a youth choir director needs to write a big song for the Christmas Eve show, but finds herself distracted when a boy with a golden voice uh, joins her choir, which will come as news to his widowed father. So... Uh, was played by Scott Wolf. So I think the most things that excite me about this is the music element because I love Kristen Chenoweth singing. I think she's incredible. Um, and it looked pretty cute, like that whole Uber thing. And I thought it looked cute enough. It wasn't like my favorite, but I thought it looked okay. What do you think, Amy? Um, I, I, I liked the preview. I'm just not like, I think there's some things, like, she mentioned, like, having an ex-husband and stuff, and, like, like kind of making fun of his peanut brittle and things, and I think that's something that we don't really see in Hallmark movies a lot, mm -hmm. is, like, talking about their significant others that are still alive, they're, they're like, divorced, there's not uh, a ton yeah. of divorce talk a lot, so I think that's kind of cool and something a little bit new. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I don't think it's going to compare, like, it's a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. I don't think it's going to compare to the best Hallmark Hall of Fame movie ever made, A Heavenly Christmas, written by Greg McBride. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to like, like, I, from the preview, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to like this movie. I really just don't. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. What did you think, Georgia? I mean, you can't go wrong with Kristen Chenoweth. We love Kristen Chenoweth in this family. It's, she's the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it looks fun. I think it looks sweet. She'll do a great job. Obviously, I like Scott Wolf. Um, I'm not crazy about the premise just because, I don't know, I feel like they're going to try to build it up too much. Like, it worked in the Summer of Dreams one because it was a little more low-key. But for this to be, like, 
the whole point of it is that they're putting on a show. I I don't know. I kind of reminds just, me the premise of that Mariah Carey one. Oh gosh, right? Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my heavens. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because hopefully it's not no offense. Hopefully it's not like that. I hope not. Great because it's Kristen Chenoweth, and so it's it looked cute. I mean, I liked the just the look of it too, where it was like very sparkly and sweet, and it looks fresh and everything. But yeah, it's a weird pick for Hall of Fame. I don't know if they just didn't have Kristen Chenoweth or what, but it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, all right. Next we have Christmas. We have two more. Next we have Christmas Town. And this is with our Candace Cameron Bray and Tim Rosone. Rosone. I'm not familiar with him. He was new to me. Yeah. And uh, the, the little description is Lauren Gabriel leaves everything behind in Boston to embark on a new chapter in her life and career. But an unforeseen detour to the charming town of Grandin Falls has her discover unexpected new chapters, chapters of the heart and of family, helping her to embrace once again the magic of Christmas. The- <laughs> this is like classic Hallmark Christmas movie. Uh-huh. I mean, classic. And I, I do have some confidence in CCB because I feel like she usually picks good projects. I, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Switch for Christmas, but, but for the most part, her movies are are, are solid. Mm-hmm. So she must have seen something in the script. It I, I liked how it was all filmed. It felt very Norman Rockwelly to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, but that was about all the insight I had. To. I was like, oh, it'll probably be pretty good because she usually does a good job. Yeah. I I don't. Know. I just. I'm- this is such an unpopular opinion. I'm sorry. I'm just not usually a huge fan of her movies. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. In general, like if she's in one, I'll watch it, and I just don't need to watch it again. And it's nothing against her. It's just, I guess we have very different tastes or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This one, I mean, I liked the the fact that he was a foster kid. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And so she, I'm like, okay, that's a good a good thing for you guys to address and to you know bring onto the channel mm-hmm. and everything. But first of all. She left Boston, so like I don't know what's wrong with you to leave Boston. <laughs> leave Boston, you know. What are you doing with your life? But personally, I did not enjoy the look of it. I found it very depressing. It was all I I guess it's just personal taste, but I'm like it's all kind of brown and like it looks really old and it just makes me kind of sad. It felt like uh, an old po- like old po- postcard. It yeah. did feel old. There was it felt sort of Norman Rockwelly to me, but yeah, so I can see that. Yeah, I mean, it's one that I maybe watch it and then watch it at the right time, and you go, "This is fantastic," and I'll love it. But like, if I'm going based on the preview, yeah. I don't think I'll enjoy it very much. The preview didn't have a ton to it. Uh, yeah. What did you think of me? Um, I'm really looking forward to this. I really love all of Camus Cambray's the the CBs um, uh, Hallmark movies. I really love most of hers. Um, I was just thinking, since this was such, like, a foster parent-based movie, that it would have been really cool if, instead, it would have starred Jen Lilly. Because she's so involved in that, and then she could have done, during or after the movie, just, like, you know, talking about maybe different organizations that you could donate to, or talking how you could get involved with foster care and stuff. I think that would have been a really cool, like, incorporation for Hallmark to do, Mm -hmm. especially if they are trying to, like, get out a message of, like, foster care and stuff. But I am really looking forward to seeing CCB in this movie. 
it would be kind of weird if because this sounds a lot more in the, in the look of it feels a lot more movies and mysteries to me mm-hmm. but that would be surprising if they would put her in uh in on that channel as opposed to the regular hallmark channel i would be surprised if they did that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, last one was Merry Christmas Match. And this, they had promised to us for Christmas in July. And yeah. and then, I mean, technically, I guess it was Entertainment Weekly that promised it to us at Christmas in July. But I assume they had some contact with Hallmark Channel. And then, boom, all of a sudden, we're getting it not only supposedly for Christmas, we're getting it, like, on the 22nd of December. Yeah. It's so weird. It's crazy. But um, the summary is... Corey, who works in her mom's antique shop, puts on a Christmas pageant in honor of her late father. When a man named Ryder visits her store, she wonders if she should have left town to follow her dream of becoming the theater becoming the theater director. So something going on with that. <laughs> and it stars Ashley Newbro and Kyle Dean Massey. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like the clip was very I couldn't even tell anything from it. It was just it was the the filming because like the conversation between the three people was kind of blocky like i feel like it's not being done edited because i'm like okay we're just looking at all their faces and it's not like it wasn't really smooth um so i just don't think they have enough of this movie done yet at all yeah, the, it, I mean, it's so weird because why Why did Entertainment Weekly announce that? Because, yeah, I agree with you. That's a good way to describe mm-hmm. it. It felt blocky. It just felt like there's just nothing in this clip. It was just like, yeah. just like talking. It was weird. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying, the, the way it was filmed and stuff. But personally, I thought it was funny. Like, it seemed mm. they're like, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. It was a little more subtle. And a little more, it wasn't like, do, 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 you know, it wasn't the music and stuff. They kind of just, it felt like they were filming friends sitting around talking. I can so see maybe, that, I guess. You know, and it, just, it seemed, I think I'll like it personally, but there's also, a, if you dig deep, there's an in-sync connection too. So that it's a personal thing oh, for me too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a couple connections, but it's in yeah. there for anybody who's interested. And so I just... <laughs> I was looking forward to it anyway, and I was, you know, obviously high hopes. And I think it looks, I think I'll enjoy it. I don't know if it'll be good, but I think I'll enjoy it because I thought it was funny. So that makes sense. Okay, well, so I had ordered these uh, these movies. I had uh, it's just from the clips. I have number one, most excited, uh, right before Christmas. Number two, Picture Perfect Christmas. Three, Marrying Bright. Four, Christmas Town. Five, Christmas Love Story. Six mistletoe kisses, Christmas wishes, mistletoe kisses. Seven Christmas in Rome. Eight Merry Christmas match, and that, that's like a little bit unfair because because I felt like they just showed us nothing, so I have nothing to go off mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And then nine, I have the Christmas scavenger hunt is my least. <laughs> I think I might have been a little generous to Christmas in Rome, having it at seven, but there you go. But anyway, that's what I had ordered. So. Uh, let us know in the comment section or on Twitter what you thought of the previous special, which ones looked interesting to you. Do you agree with us? Not agree with us? Let us know. We'd love to talk about it. And uh, so did overall it make you excited for the upcoming, uh, give you some confidence in Hallmark's upcoming slate? Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. 
theory. All right. Well, it's going to be super fun to cover this year. It's going to be exhausting, and we will accept all gifts. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> we should we should open a Christmas PO box. Everyone, send us encouraging letters and Christmas cards, please. We will. I promise we will do that, and it'll be really fun. Anyway, thank you so much for the feedback, everybody, for listening. And let us know what you think of these, uh, the preview show and these movies. Love to hear. And if you're excited for the upcoming slate, we'd love to hear that too. And Amy, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. And if you would like to, well, not for this episode, but for other episodes, if you want to see our faces and not only hear our voices, make sure to check out the Hallmarkies YouTube channel. Our goal is 1,000 subscribers before Christmas coverage. And I'm going to start plugging this at the end of every episode. To please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you don't have a YouTube account, go make one just for us, please, and thank you. That is that. Thank you so much. Yes, please, please do that. Because we're going to have special content that's just on the YouTube channel. Absolutely. So you need to be subscribed. Uh, So Georgia, where can people find you? I am on Twitter at Georgia Speech. Great. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube. And and it was very exciting this week on my channel. I posted my 200th Family Movie Night Pick series I've been doing for almost four years. So that was pretty cool. So definitely check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, everywhere. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you do listen on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. And uh, make sure you click that bell button so that you get notified when we upload new content onto the YouTube channel. We And we really appreciate your comments on there as well. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. and consider becoming a patron. Uh, we have tons of fun discussions about all different kinds of topics all different kinds of content uh, on the pager page all views are welcome and so it's really great five dollars a month uh, you can support us and what we do uh, and then you can even support us for two dollars a month and get access to exclusive content other things like that on the patron page so all the information for that will be in the description section so make sure to check that out and make sure that you call with your feedback uh, or you email us uh, you can call us at 801-855-6407 and leave your voicemail or you can send the emails to feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com and that would be amazing so thank you guys so much this was really fun and uh, we'll look forward to all your comments and and more feedback next week so talk to you all later bye bye this podcast was brought to you by hallmarkies for hallmarkies for more information about how you can leave your mark on hallmarkies visit hallmarkiespodcast.com Link in the description.